Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Welcome to episode number 211 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Wonderful to have you here with me. One quick announcement before we get to today's topic, which is going to be all about clay courts versus hard courts, just kind of switching surfaces in general as you train to get better, or maybe you have a child who is training to become a high-performance player. I, I'm really, really excited to tell all of you that I got approved for media credentials at the BMP Paribas Open in Indian Wells, California this year. I'm so excited about that because I have a brand new camera set up that takes ridiculous slow motion video footage. And I was really, really hoping to get a media credential this year for that tournament because it's an amazing place to go film the pros. It's just very accessible. And everything I've heard about it has been amazing. I've been there as a spectator, but not as media before. So can't wait for that. If you're going to be at the tournament, let me know. And I actually set up a little list to uh, kind of a little alert list. So if you're going to be going and you want to hear what I'm going to be up to, I'm going to be putting together a social event for fans of Essential Tennis and also a clinic. So you can sign up for that at EssentialTennis.com slash Indian dash Wells dash updates. Indian Wells updates with a dash in between uh, each of those words. So, so two dashes. So sign up there. I'll let you know what I'm up to. And it would be great to meet you in person. If, if you happen to be there and you see me walking around with a huge camera, definitely stop me in and say hi. All right, let's go ahead and get to today's topic. Sit back, relax, and get ready for some great tennis instruction. All right, let's go ahead and get to today's topic, which comes to us from Alexei in Brazil. Alexei, by the way, I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. If not, I will apologize right now because I'm going to say it a whole bunch of times <laughs> incorrectly if I am saying it incorrectly. But Alexei wrote in and said, Hi, uh, my name is Alexei from Brazil. We have a group of tennis lovers and recently we started a discussion regarding the right court to practice on. Some of them realize that the best court for beginners and juniors is clay. Others have the opinion that practicing more often on hard courts will prepare better for both clay and hard courts. Please, we would appreciate very much if you can prepare a podcast with this issue, especially for me as it is very important because I have a 10-year-old daughter playing tennis six times a week. We have hard courts at home, and normally we use those four times per week with the other two being at an academy with clay courts. Best regards from Brazil. All right, Alexei, great question. And this is something that I, I actually personally didn't have a lot of experience with until kind of later in life. I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is a much, much colder climate than Brazil. It's really only very warm here for about three or four months per year. I say very warm, meaning, you know, warm, <laughs> comfortable. And, and so there's very, very few clay courts here. In fact, I I really didn't play on clay courts much at all until after college when I moved out to the East Coast. So something I didn't have much uh, much experience with until then, but where I taught on the East Coast was predominantly clay courts. So I have spent a lot of time on both. Now, I, I figured it would probably be important to just start off with a quick overview of major differences 
really just three main ones. The first one is speed between the two. Obviously, clay courts are much slower than hard courts. If you've never played on a clay court, it, it really is a big difference. The ball slows down much more. All that loose material on the, the top surface of the court you know, just, just grabs the ball and causes it to slow down more than on a hard court. And even hard courts can vary quite a lot. Indoor hard courts are much faster typically than outdoor hard courts just because of the weathering on the outdoor courts. It just kind of gets them more rough and jagged and, again, grips the ball more. The second major difference is footing. And this is really, really big. You must learn how to slide when you're on a clay court and you have any foot speed at all. <laughs> and, you know, not, not to discourage anybody that's not super fast and speedy around the court, but if you're, if you're not, if you don't move very quickly, then it might not even be much of an issue. But if you're a medium to faster paced player around the court, then you must learn how to slide and how to slide correctly. There are correct and incorrect ways to slide on a clay court, most notably the timing of when you begin your slide compared to when you actually hit the ball. And just kind of in general, getting used to the footing on a clay court is, is very different from hard court. And then lastly, strategy. Depending on the players, it can be completely different from hard courts to clay courts. Big, aggressive, offensive, baseline type, type players tend to hate clay. Players that rely on big power tend to hate clay. This is not across the board by any means, but usually kind of bigger, stronger, more powerful players don't do well on clay, especially if they rely on a lot of winners from the baseline or maybe even following big ground strokes up to the net to try to put uh, points away from up at the net. And then conversely, quick, speedy, more defensive players tend to love clay. And it's simply because the court naturally slows the ball down. So it allows them to use their chosen style much more easily and kind of much more naturally. It just naturally plays into their their wheelhouse when the ball naturally slows down. So those are the major differences to, to keep in mind. And so next I'd like to talk about which is best for a kid growing up, a child. You have a 10-year-old that's playing six times a week, which is awesome. And hopefully she loves it. She loves being out there. And hopefully you're not making her play six times a week. I, I would, that's my hope for both of you. I, I'm always, a, I'm always a little wary when I hear stories about that because I've seen so many kids get burned out by their parents basically making them play that much. So, so be careful of that. I'm not at all saying that I think that's what's happening, but just kind of a general uh, side note there, a uh, little word of warning because I've seen it happen many, many, many times. Now, when it comes to kids, and, and I, I've personally never been to Brazil, but I, I have to assume, based on what I know about it, that most of the courts and competitions are probably played on red clay. I don't know that for a fact, and I don't know what the percentages are, but from what I understand, most courts are going to be red clay there, both for just kind of general practice courts and also for competitive play. So because of that, there must be a good amount of time spent training specifically for this. There's just no way around that. Let me go back up to your original statement here, Alexei. Uh, you said some of them realize that the best court for beginners is clay. Others have the opinion that practicing more often on hard courts will prepare better for both clay and hard. 
I'm not not that I want to pick choose sides here necessarily, but I'm not, I'm not sure I agree with that because certain things like the footing, the sliding, and the strategy to a lesser extent, but definitely the footing and the sliding. There's there's really no way to train for that without actually being on a clay court. You can't simulate that on a hard court. It's completely different. So there must, given where you are geographically, there must be a pretty good amount of time spent on clay courts. So there's just not really any way around that because she has to get used to those different elements that are totally different than on a hard court. Now, if she has high aspirations as a player, you know, and she wants to be maybe a college player, maybe even beyond that, then as you know, on a world level, you know, worldwide for tennis, hard courts are completely necessary. You, you must be able to play on, on hard courts. If, if you only play on clay courts, then obviously you're going to be at a big disadvantage when you start traveling outside of your own country and to, to other areas of the world to play, especially if she you know, gets a, maybe a scholarship, to, if she would want to play in the U.S. at a, at a college, etc. It's almost all hard courts. There's very little in the way of clay court play when it comes to competition. Uh, def- definitely college uh, competition. It's almost exclusively hard courts. So you're very wise to be doing both currently and splitting it up. And, and you know, what's the best balance? Well, it depends on her competitive schedule and her skills. What I mean by that is if there's not a ton of clay court competitions and she's already pretty solid and, and pretty comfortable with the fundamentals of playing on clay, then go ahead and keep the ratio that you have four times on a hard court per week and two times on the clay court. If she's kind of awkward on clay and you know she's just not super comfortable and she's struggling with it, then maybe increase that ratio to be more clay courts. I you know I, I don't know all the specifics of your situation or, or her game, so I can't tell you for sure. But what I will say is that you're very smart to be doing both weekly. So exactly what the split is exactly what the ratio is I think depends on her skills her comfort level on both and also what she needs to focus on for her own competition if every tournament that she plays is clay currently then maybe I would shift it to being 50 50 or maybe even a little more often on clay um, you get the idea now lastly I would like to address of which is best for adults hard courts or clay courts. And really what this comes down to completely at the end of the day is personal preference. I mean, 99% of it is personal preference. I personally feel like having experience on both is extremely beneficial for having a well-rounded game. I I definitely disliked clay when I, I first started on it, and that's totally natural. You know, I I'd never experienced it before. I I didn't have the the built-in, you know, skill set of sliding or certain shot selections or, you know, just in general being comfortable with the entire experience because it is totally different. And so it took time. But it's important to understand that that's a good thing. If you've played your entire life on hard courts or vice versa and you go to the other surface, then it will be frustrating at first because it is so different. And it's a good thing because it will force you to have to work on areas of your game that you've never needed before. 
And so I think this is what your one of your colleagues was kind of alluding to, Alexei. I mean, it's, it's good to have both skill sets. I, I would not go so far as to say playing only on clay courts will prepare you well for both or playing only on hard courts will prepare you best for both. I think personally that you need to have actual experience on both and a good amount of experience on both to really be fully prepared for both surfaces because you need totally different tools and it's a very different approach. Last thing I'll say is that there is, I've never, I can't say I've ever seen like a scientific study on this or or anything, but I, I have personally heard a lot of anecdotal evidence from both players and teaching pros that clay is much, much easier on the body than hard courts. First of all, it's just a softer surface in general than hard courts, which are, you know, concrete with different layers underneath that. Typically, usually there's a, you know, a, a layer of crushed gravel and a couple of different types of gravel. And, and so it's not actually just literally concrete, but, you know, for all intents and purposes, it is. It's, it's a concrete court. But on, on a clay court, there's much more give and it's much easier on the joints. And so a lot of, of middle-aged and up uh, players that I've talked to that continue to play many, many times per week swear by clay courts. And, you know, I've heard many, many players say that they'll feel it the next day if they play on a hard court, but they can play all day, you know, maybe not literally all day, but you get the idea. They can play hours on a clay court and be totally fine, play one or two hours on a hard court, and they'll totally feel it the next day in their knees and joints and, you know, kind of the rest of their body because it just takes more of a toll on the body. So that's definitely something that's legitimate and something to take into consideration if you if you do have the luxury of being able to choose between the two and that's kind of the last uh thing that i'll throw into the mix there so alexei thank you so much for the the great topic and i appreciate having you and also your your friends as as listeners down in brazil i hope someday i get to visit your your country uh, i've my brother's has been there and he he loved it so w- would love to go down there and visit sometime But thanks for your support. As a listener, I appreciate it. And thank you for submitting a great topic for me to talk about. All right, that does it for episode number 211 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Two new reviews on the iTunes Music Store that I want to thank people for. Michael Barhorst and just the letters D-K-G-C-L. Both of you, thank you so much for leaving a a review of the podcast on the iTunes Music Store. And by the way, I recommend that you subscribe to the podcast using iTunes. It's the easiest way to get it each and every week as soon as, or I'm sorry, each and every episode. (laughs) I'm so used to uh, doing it weekly uh, previously. Every time I put out a new episode, it'll automatically download it for you. And if you'd leave a review for the show there, I'd appreciate it very much. Lastly, I want to thank those of you that gave me feedback about possibly doing donations again in the future for the podcast. You know, it's uh, it's something I've always done for free and and will continue to do for free. Um, and in the past, I I accepted donations just for people that wanted to give back and really appreciated the time and the effort that I've put into it. So. Got some feedback after asking in in my last episode. I appreciate that. And it's probably something I'll be setting up soon. And I'll I'll let you know when that's all set to go. 
All right. So with that, I will sign off for today. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate your time and your attention. And hopefully I'll be talking to you again very soon. Take care and good luck with your tennis.